0: Could be like a lot of athletes. Maybe it's just maybe it's the way he says hello to That's somebody like, in the stands sure, or something. Exactly, like, on sign TV. language for
1: like I'm awesome.
2: since two,
0: <laughs> sign language <laughs> for I'm awesome. Slap your forehead as hard as you can
2: multiple times, and that that okay. communicates
1: I'm awesome. Yep. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith, Scott Weeby,
2: Brian Chesko. Hold on, I me even get my microphone closer here. All right, that way people can actually Try that hear again.
1: me. Go, Scott Weeby.
2: No, no, I can do that.
1: <laughs> Come on, no, that, would, that would have been good. No,
2: no, but I, I do need to talk about someone who also is a little too far from the mic. Yep. Brother Matt,
1: brother Matt. We had a
2: very. A very big occurrence over the, yeah. the weekend.
1: Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That was fun. That that I thought maybe. What? No, go ahead. No, no. You, you gave me a look like you gave me. A I, look.
2: I'm curious to hear what you're gonna say.
1: Well, no, I,
2: I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. As tell should, us how it went as down. You should be. No, I thought you know it would be a good idea to, since I was there and and I had the equipment with me to give it a to give it a shot, and. Um, I thought maybe we just add a little blurb on, but you know what? It was fun. We got kind of kept it going and it just turned into an extra additional listening material. Good.
2: Yeah. And he gave us all of his fantasy secrets, so we Which now we've beat been him. needing. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's uh, good. As yeah. he continues to smack us around. Uh, so yeah, like that's good. We're gaining on him. Oh, I know. We're I know. Gaining. I mean it's but you know, it is interesting though to const- to hear others other people's strategies. Because not everyone's the same. Definitely. Most of the time, people probably listen to us and think we're crazy. You no, know, it's fair. We probably are.
2: Now they think Brother Matt is too.
1: And now he's yeah. a part of the crazy town.
2: Funny thing, you know, we've referenced your brother. That's why we call him Brother Matt. Sure, by the yeah. Way. He is your brother. Yeah. Uh, we call him Brother Matt. We reference him all the time on the on the podcast. No one's ever heard his voice till now. Fun fact: I had never heard his voice until that interview. <laughs> wow,
1: is that, is that right? I hadn't.
2: No, I had never never met the man in person
1: that's right to know
2: your podcast
1: characters that's good yeah that's right and and he referenced you saying he disagrees with you the most yeah even though you guys share the common bond of the love of liverpool
2: and we have bonded over that sure
1: yeah via slack yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) so uh so that, that was good that was good listening it was it was fun to hear and uh and uh, I think that there was benefit all around. We're hoping to provide some benefit for you today as well. We're going to give you uh, all the aid that you need for the upcoming match week by reviewing, uh, as a starting point, last weekend's matches. So we'll get to all 10 of those and discuss all the things that you need to hear as we move right along. We're going to start with Southampton nil, Chelsea two. The goals. Wait, is this 2014? A man. Eden Hazard, Diego Costa.
1: Wow. Brian, what do you think about this? Chelsea, which they've been on the come up. Oh, man, have they ever been. But I thought that this would be a big,
0: a bigger test for them than it seemed. As... It didn't seem in doubt at any point. It never did, did it? No. And as soon as Costa, his goal was really good. As soon as that happened, then you knew that's. Maybe they have maybe they're brimming with confidence to the point that no one can stop them. No Are one.
1: Are they unstoppable? I don't know. Do we think this is just a result of them playing in Conte's system? Conte being the, yeah. their manager being around long enough, them going to this this three four three. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, wonder what is it—the fact that Victor Moses is just something we never knew.
2: It's not Moses specifically. I think it's more Conte in the formation. Think about the 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 word narrative gets used all the time in soccer. I love that, but it is overused. I'll use it here though too. The narrative for Chelsea's season already has 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 gone up and down a couple of times. Yeah, they started out with some weak competition, pulled out some late wins. Yep, and and everyone, you know, we all said. Others were saying, wait till they get to the hard part of their schedule early on. They got there, had some rough results. But now Conti has figured out. He switched to this 3-4-3, as you mentioned, and it's working. It's absolutely working. What we're seeing is what we see, what we have seen, and probably will continue to see, but certainly under Conti, in Italy, in international play. Italy, known for their defense first, and then for their goal-scoring ability up front, this is what we're seeing here. We should not be surprised. I'm surprised that he's been able to do it with the personnel that he has. But going Don't to you... that formation, he has made it work, maximized what, what he has, and now we're seeing the result of it. Four clean sheets in a row in the
0: Premier League. Yeah. And, I... and it's reflected in all of the positional places for every Chelsea player that you that you would expect to see in all of the top five uh, kind of everywhere. Courtois, yeah. now up into third in goalkeeper points for the season. Uh, as Pilacueta and Cahill. Cahill, both in the top five for defenders. Hazard up into the top five for midfielders again. And then, of course, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> that devil. That devil, who, Diego Costa. <laughs> who now, who weeks ago... The Premier League said, it's a it's a risk. You, I don't know if you want to bring him into your lineup. He's on four yellows. He's one one yellow away from a one-match ban, and, and somehow there's a force field around uh, referee pockets that are keeping him from a fifth yellow. Nah, uh,
2: Gareth Barry yeah. will
0: get it out of him this weekend. So? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, now, yeah. we have referenced
1: Chelsea's uh, schedule. It, it was soft early, then they had a couple tougher games. Uh where they struggled, and it's gotten us soft again. But now it's the next four games are going to be a little bit more, uh, be a little tougher. Everton at Middlesbrough. That's not that bad. (laughs) Spurs at City. so that's right. Three of the next four games against top six teams.
2: I think we will find out even more about them and and sort of figure out maybe those those matches might tell us something of what to expect
1: for the rest of the season. One thing I do want to say real quick before we move on, Chelsea hasn't had any injuries yet. Mm. So how deep is their squad? Now I know they do have some younger players, but if they have a if they have a um, you know Batshuai has had chances to play and you don't little. call
0: John Terry in there?
1: No well I'm not talking about necessarily in defense. I'm talking okay. about midfield you know, if um, if Fabregas is still rotting on the bench, I'm not saying he can't play. Well,
2: not to mention, but Oscar and Willian didn't start.
1: Oscar second and William, match in a row. Sure, no, yeah. So they have players, but do those players fit into Conte's scheme? You understand what I'm saying, right? I
2: do, but but yes, I think they do. I, I think that they absolutely will. I think if if Victor Moses can fit, Willian can fit when it's his turn to play again. Maybe. I, I I don't think that'll be a problem. Maybe. But I'm not playing them in fantasy soccer so, right now.
1: Southampton, Redmond, and Austin probably the only guys. Maybe Todich, but Brian, you you touted Todich. He continues to not maybe be a better real life
0: player than fantasy player. Yeah, it just keeps not happening for for them. And then uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of people have bought a Charlie Austin in the last few weeks. Uh, probably you know a run of pretty good matches there too I would guess that the ownership of the defenders was was you know as I'm sure at the medium level of is there is there a medium I'm sure that's how they I it. Sure. Like, yeah I'm sure it's in You're low, rated as low medium. medium and high is yeah. the way they is the way they measure ownership for players but yeah it just doesn't I mean
2: just I mean, Virgil, I mean, just Virgil is no, just, nine,
0: n- just nothing.
2: Yeah, Virgil's nine percent owned. I still have him on my roster, but you're right. You have to start thinking uh, twice about that, especially since you know Southampton have only kept one clean sheet in their last eleven home Premier League games. That's not that's not good. I mean, we know clean sheets aren't showing up in abundance right.
1: this up, year. Their upcoming schedule: at Hull, Liverpool, Everton. at Crystal Palace.
2: So you don't want to, you don't have to jump ship yet, I guess, on Virgil or Font. If Font is your Southampton defender, Uh, you don't want to overreact to this loss. It it is a little painful that it happened this way at home, uh, the way that it did. But
1: not not them not holding clean sheets. Yeah, and I just don't know how. I mean, they're they're too expensive to have value. I mean, one thing that the brother Matt said this weekend, which you know, which I do agree with most of the time. I usually try to have one of the top defenders you know someone who's on a a good defensive team you know but i don't want to invest much money back there either because you can invest a ton of money in your defense but if they're not getting clean sheets you're not getting any points at all and so you know that i don't know i for for me there aren't any current southampton players that i'm gonna own
2: it is fascinating last week you said chelsea did you end up picking up a defender, too, like you said? You in, the, would?
1: in the draft league, I did, and I Benefited. did not. I actually went with, and it backfired on me. I picked up two Bournemouth defenders uh, because of their picked upcoming up one schedule. Myself. Yeah, and more on that in a bit. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't work for me. So. Yeah.
2: All right. Next match. Probably the shock result of the weekend. Manchester United, nil, Burnley, Nil.
1: It's not shock, Brian, if you own Tom Heaton.
2: Tom, Tom Heaton is Heaton. the man.
0: Tom yeah. Heaton, the force field called Tom Heaton. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Did you I, know that? I kind of guessed that would be in the family name at, somehow, but uh there Tom was no force field Heaton. Yeah, there was no. Yeah, I, either you know how you you know your last name <laughs> was sometimes <laughs> had something to do with what your family you know their <laughs> occupation yeah, was. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's what I kind of expected. Yeah. It's like a kind of science fiction-y kind of, <laughs> oh, the Heaton family is, they're renowned world over for their, I don't know, whatever, for- lid, for- a lid, <laughs> <laughs> some sort of covering. The, the Heaton lids. Nothing can penetrate the family's, he- the Heaton lids. <laughs> no, not, of- not force fields, but you know what sure I fields. mean. Yeah.
2: Speaking of Tom Heaton, though, let's talk about Tom Heaton a little bit. He has 50 points so far in this fan- in this fantasy season through 10 matches. The next nearest goalkeeper has 39. We talked about how two years ago, and I was a little embarrassed when I re-listened to the podcast last week. Yeah. Because I I was doing some stat work on the spot. Okay. And I noticed Tom Heaton in the 14-15 season had 127 saves, and I couldn't find 15-16. That's because they were relegated, and they were in the Championship in 15-16. So there are no Premier League stats for Tom Heaton from last year. I am setting my own record straight. So the last season he was in the Premier League, 127 saves. So far through 10 matches, he has 58 saves. 58. He had 11 more. In the last three matches, he's had 29 of those saves. Half of his saves have come in the last three weeks. Uh, That's not good necessarily for Burnley, but that's great for Tom Heaton owners.
0: Yeah, when you're on pace for nearly 200 saves, you're probably you're probably going to have some busy hands and feet.
2: That's right. And he looks like a man who is facing 200 shots this year and and just in, in form while doing it. I mean, he, he looks like he's ready to go. We talked about how Loris Karius and Simon Mignolet for Liverpool – uh, in that carousel at Keeper, they you know struggle with not seeing very many shots, and it's hard to keep your head in the game when that's the case. Tom Heaton does not have that problem. Wow. He is constantly on guard. He's probably exhausted after ninety minutes.
1: I feel like Tom Heaton is in front of one of those automatic tennis ball shooters <laughs> that just yes. kind of like blasts at you, Brian, like quicker than you. I feel yeah. like he's just he's trying to defend against that all game. BBC yeah. had a, a picture.
2: Uh, that uh, I shared with you guys on Slack. Uh, I- I'll I'm gonna I'll give them credit for it, but I'll probably post it um, on social media. It's it's basically so I think Zlatan's on the ground and Tom Heaton has his arms and his legs up in the air. I mean it's the picture perfect shot of this. Ma- I mean if there's one image for this match,
0: that tells you everything you need to know. But uh, is there an unluckier guy for? Since the goal, the goal, uh, scoring bonanza at the beginning of the season, is there anyone that has that is unluckier for somebody who shoots as much as he does? No, like, leads the
1: league in shots. Yep.
0: Then, then the god of Manchester himself is Laton. I he
1: is destroying my fantasy season. Mm-hmm. I. Yep. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, let's I'm go. Let's go. Gloved. Let's talk about this. Let's do this. He has gone like five games without scoring, and I keep thinking,
0: uh, surely. It's for now, God's it's sake, now, surely. It's now six.
1: It's going to break loose, <laughs> surely, against Burnley. It's, he's going to score a hat trick. It's the
0: first time now. It was, it was the first time since September 2010 that he had gone without scoring that long. Now he has matched his December 2007 stretch with Inter. When he scored, when he went six games without a goal, this is
1: so annoying because now it even builds more. Like, well, well surely,
0: surely he can't go another game. They're going without... to
2: they're going to Swansea next weekend.
0: It's not he'll just get, he'll get a goal, but it's not on that just one. like there are some people that I've seen. Like, I I feel like um, Gilfie is a guy that I've watched. You know, in the past few weeks, where you know, I just think. He just didn't really get much power behind his shots. Or Shane Long did it a couple of times yeah. early on in the season where there's just doesn't seem like there's much behind it. Zlatan is killing the ball whenever he, he gets his okay. chances. Mm. He's he is except for one particular yeah. shot in this match. But but go on. Well what I'm we'll saying is like when he scissor kicks that ball yeah. straight at he, from like he eight, got eight yards. Heaton
1: Scott sterling him. Okay. If anyone had never <laughs> seen Scott Sterling, Google Scott Sterling. He's the most amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: funny. Yeah, yes. it, it,
1: it's, it's like a funny little thing where where it, he's blocking PKs with his face and, like, they just continue to. Bloodied
2: and bruised, yeah, but he's the hero. Put him in day. a chair
1: and yeah. he's still blocking PKs with his face. That was what I felt like when Zlatan scissored that kick and Heaton was yeah. there and makes this save, a save that no one should really have made. I feel like he's I'm like Zlatan's playing against Scott Sterling. He cannot score. It's impossible to score against him. Yeah.
2: 57 shots in the Premier League this year for Zlatan. Yeah. Most most of any player. In this match alone, he had 12. United had 37 shots
1: total. 19 corners. That is not a joke. 19 <laughs> corners to Burnley's one corner. 19 corner kicks. You can't get on the end of one corner kick, Zlatan? Wayne Rooney? Wayne Rooney?
2: Wayne Rooney had a Rashford, bad Rashford, you yeah. can't
1: get on one corner kick?
2: Yeah. Zlatan had one particular, and this is what I was alluding to before, Brian. There's one particularly bad miss that Zlatan had. Pogba had set
1: him up beautifully. Uh, he was two yards away. Yep. All he had to do it was harder Tapping. to miss yeah. the goal at this point than to score. It was yep. harder to not score than to Especially score. Especially if you're going to go over. And he found that. a way yep. to do it.
2: Yep, you're exactly right. The one right.
1: time he could have beat beaten Heaton, which doesn't happen much, all day. Mm-hmm. Beaten Heaton. Yeah, like it said, doesn't happen much. Right. His one chance, one bloody chance doesn't happen. So Yes, I'm bitter because he was my captain
2: again. Yep. So Brian, I have to say what you called unlucky earlier, uh-huh. I call wasteful. In fact, so wasteful. Yeah, it
1: was wasteful. There's no doubt. You have to
0: give. You have to.
2: You He's, have to give Zlatan and company.
0: In in memory of the long gone, we'll always miss you, Cameron and Jerome. Cameron this Jerome. This game probably produced stats that we might not see
1: for a long time. Eleven saves, nineteen corners. Wasteful player. Wasteful. Plays, yeah, no, give it to him. I hope you own it, God of Manchester.
2: Mm. Mm. He
0: keeps, he keeps falling. He's falling, a demigod, Brian. Yeah, he keeps falling from the <laughs> from the heights of the of the uh, deity pantheon. He, yeah. he's he's got to be he's, he's got to be himself- done. He might be down into the immortal
1: the, to mortal. Well, he's and,
0: at least in the lower angelic realm of like uh, he might be a messenger or some other kind of errand boy at some point. Kind of like I the guess.
2: what was the name of the um, Clarence? Clarence and it's oh, a yeah, wonderful yes. life. Yeah. All
0: right, yeah. quickly.
1: At this point, you gotta sell Ibrahimovic.
2: No, you don't. They're going to Swansea this weekend. I think he'll he'll turn it around this weekend. Well, well, everyone no, no, should Dave.
1: buy him because I'm here's, gonna sell him, and he's gonna go bananas he's gonna this, this score. weekend. Listen. He's still gonna
2: score. You know who else is gonna go bananas soon? Huh. Paul Pogba. I think he's finally no starting way. to care. No, he's finally starting to care. Maybe I'm happy to see that. I'm really happy to see that. And yeah, I think it's that's...
0: good for the league and it's good for Manchester United. No, exactly. Listen, you there love is Manchester part, United. There is it, a big it. part of
1: me though that gets enjoyment seeing Pogba, who was the greatest player in the world, come to the Premier League and struggle. There's another part of me mm. that do I he want Zlatan to score, Brian? Yes. But there's another part of me who's someone who owns every single league, comes to the Premier League, Scott, can't own the league. Why? Because we say this all the time, it's the toughest league in the world. Mm-hmm. You can go to to La Liga. You can go to to the Bundesliga. You you can go to Serie A. (laughs) And you can dominate. But you know where you can't dominate? In the Premier League. Just hmm. saying.
2: I just want to point out that if he goes two more matches without scoring, that would be 12 matches into the year. That would be a third of the way through. And you are right on pace. And he'd be right on my pace.
1: (laughs) I'm just riding it out. out. Daily Blend. Uh Uh-huh. Probably worth. I mean, I, I'm going to mention United clean players. Clean sheet, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's been pretty good. His last five games: ten, four, six, zero, and eight. And I think the zero he did not play in that game. Juan Mata is seems to be back in the lineup again. I think you're you can that. I think he's going to start producing results. I think he's going to be very possibly a good own. He's a seven point four. He's not going to kill you. In the pocket. Anyways, I just want to throw that in. There.
2: Two two quick things, and then we'll move on. Andrew Herrera sent off, double yellow. Uh, he's a guy that we've mentioned a little bit. I don't know; none of us have probably purchased him for no. fantasy soccer, but no. we've mentioned him. He's had an impact. He is going to miss a match. And then, um, th- don't you think this is non fantasy? No, non fantasy soccer, fully reality, just non fantasy soccer. Doesn't it take away a little bit of the touchline ban? When you're allowed send to send a messenger top, yeah. back and forth down yeah. to the touchline.
1: Hey, I do want it to be noted. I rarely agree with Mourinho on, on much. He was correct in being upset about certain things in that game, about penalties that weren't called and weren't given. I'm not saying – there was like three or four very possibly that should have been called. You could find you could say well, maybe one or two weren't. But there were a couple that were upset, and that's why he got so upset and sent to the stands. And he was – I agree with you, Scott. I mean, he was – Handwriting messages and sending them down to the bench, I, that does seem to take away yeah. from...
2: At one point, the guy, the messenger, seemed to be upset about having to do it. And Jose it it's just like, go do it. Take the message. <laughs> it was comical.
0: Um, the only other thing, too, uh, late development for them, uh, late for all fantasy owners, probably to the frustration of plenty of them, Antonio Valencia, yeah. who was... Uh, didn't no one knew that he was going to miss until the until the starting eleven was announced. No one knew he had a
1: broken arm. He had a fractured arm. arm.
0: and had surgery and is expected to miss six weeks. How
1: does that happen? Where's my sources,
0: Brian? Yeah, Where is anyone's sources? I I mean, you can see the reactions kind of as they were happening with people like people that were saying, "I just subbed that guy in," <laughs> what? and it's like they announced it in the that morning. He's you know almost ten percent owned. Go, even yeah. now that's
1: brutal obviously you got to make sure you have a decent sub in the right spot but that but that stuff's really frustrating yeah especially he I mean, would have gotten at least eight points seven seven eight i feel this like game. this
0: a lot of the things that happen with the takeaway for me a lot of the you know for this this match is kind of the uh it's just kind of the example for the entire season of being patient with players the frustration of of Last second, oh man, where did that knock come from? Oh well, he's out of the lineup today. He didn't even make the squad. I mean, I feel like a lot of that stuff kind of happened. You know, no, just it's very What seemed like it was all, all very obvious. This is the upside was, down. Yeah, it, it really so was. This, this I said match, it last week,
1: it? but it, this is becoming every week yep. more and more the upside down.
2: Tottenham, one, Leicester. One for Leicester, the goal scorer Ahmed Musa on a, a, a excellent hustle play, and then uh, Brian, we're gonna let you finally resolve once and for all the name of the penalty kick scorer mm-hmm. for Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Who, how, how, every week I say his name, I say it two different ways, because I don't know which one's right. So set, set the record straight for us,
0: please. Well, we need to set the record straight. Yes, we do. As soon as Dave is done pouring his coffee, okay. and I can yell at him about, the, about music, because he mm. doesn't listen to me ever. It's hey, true. what are you talking about?
2: You know, it's funny, I, I, I sent out a tweet about uh, the song we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What was that song again? Do, Donovan? Uh, oh, yeah, Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow, yeah, yeah. And uh, I got some, I can... I got more traffic than anything about
0: soccer that I sent out. <laughs> hey, people love music. It's and true. You can never, and you can never, you know, you know what nostalgia is like in the this day and age. It's it runs everything that we that we watch and listen to.
2: I'm convinced that people are are waiting eagerly for this podcast episode to drop just to hear what song you're going to reference this time.
0: Hey, Brian,
1: is, is there something you want to like? Some music you want to hear behind this? Yeah,
0: I always want to hear some kind of music right. behind this. Well, give me a suggestion. Maybe I'll listen. Well, and I, I, for this one, it's a little tougher because there's no obvious uh, there's no obvious uh, connection to him. Although he does have a lot of um, he does have a lot of middle names. We'll get to that really in a second. So um, I don't know. How about uh, how about the song? C- can you get me the stuck in the middle with you? Steelers wheel.
1: Steeler's it was Wheel?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's made famous on the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack from uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie from a long time ago. Very nice. We
2: have to do something sometime about middle names. That's maybe one of the more fun parts about this
0: segment. Yeah, um, oh, this one. You think it's you think it's been fun. <laughs> Is this going to give <laughs> you us a whole You think it's, it's been fun? <laughs> well, look, here, let's get let's get uh, back let's to get it this. We've got to it. You gotta, we gotta keep this going. Uh, we've been mm-hmm. wanting to deal with this one for a while. And... And this time we've had no choice because he forced us to take on his name, the same way he forced his way to the penalty spot to forcibly take the PK that he scored this week. Stole it from Sun. Of course he did. Sun needs a man up. God. Yeah, when you're the when well, you're. Melo steals it. Janssen steals. Yeah, when you're yeah, yeah, I don't when even you're. Know a, if I said that when right. When you're, you ruined the segment. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> when you're a beta, you can't. You're not going <laughs> to challenge. Serious. Vincent, not. Vincent Like company Vincent is The 22 year old Dutch striker of course He's only 5 foot 11 Did you get know that? What? Yeah, it doesn't seem like that Every man. Another reminder To all of America That you don't need To be a giant To be a good sucker That's right That's right, That's right. Uh, The winner of the Johan Cruyff Or Cruyff If you're a TV announcer man
2: <laughs> Really? Yes They get that wrong too yeah. so This is why I can't trust The announcer the well, Dutch,
0: the, the, Dutch the, the pronunciation the It's the same thing It really is uh, he won the, the award for Dutch Footballer of the Year last year. Uh, he's just one or two goals away from us remotely caring what he does <laughs> for Spurs until Harry Kane comes back. He's really, he's really good. Uh, incidentally, you know the other, other Dutch names who've won the Dutch Footballer of the Year? No, sure. Names me. you'd expect. Arian Robin, Wesley Snyder, uh, Robin Van Persie. Yeah, sure. Also on that list, Memphis Depay. What,
1: a, what about Josie Altidore,
0: <laughs> I don't think he's I eligible. Mean, I don't think he's eligible for that award.
1: He played in the Eredivisie, right, for a little while. He did. He's not Dutch, though. So. Anyway. do with
0: what do with that what you will. Wow. Look, the point here is, Vincent's last name starts with a J, mm-hmm. and we know how what that has meant to we, me. J's in this segment. That's right. And not only J's, but Scandinavian J's. <laughs> and we're Brian. inching up there, closer and yeah. closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How does this one? With yeah. Brian, yeah. Look, this <laughs> one is pretty easy. This one is pretty easy. <laughs> I think Dave gave it away already. Didn't Your he? Tottenham Hotspur, Poor Man's Harry Kane, Striker Alternatives. Vincent Petrus, Anna, Sebastian, Jansen. Come on. That is not a lie. Come on. Anna? It. Did you say Anna? In oh, there? Yes, I did. Like, like, because... princess, like Princess Anna of Arendelle. Yes.
1: <laughs> really? Yes. Interesting.
0: Vincent Janssen. 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 So I hope, it's not Jansen. I hope nobody on TV screws that one up ever again. Well, we'll just correct him. We'll I don't know. know I don't think do. I've ever heard. I don't know that I've ever heard that one said wrong. All.
2: all. of these draws that Tottenham is experiencing these last few matches is is shifting the way people are viewing Spurs. Now, they are the only unbeaten team in the league still.
1: I think it's, that's a good title to have.
2: But these draws, I think the three in a row now that they've had, uh, is leading some people to kind of look at them and say, they've probably gone about as far as they can without Harry Kane, mm-hmm. and now that he's on the verge of coming back, you know they 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 maximized his absence, you know through son through now you know Janssen getting the penalty kick here, uh, but but they seem to be lacking. Now we have said that all year though, even when they had Harry Kane, but remember he didn't
1: start his season until September. I don't know what's I, they're they're missing Erickson. I don't. I mean he's been playing. But he's not he hasn't been playing at like he has been the last couple years. And I think he's the one and Del Ali.
0: Would he get unlucky? Yeah. Yep. Could have he, changed the Could his changed form's the been complexion been really good. of the game earlier. His early form's on been
1: really him. good. And the other thing is this too. I mean, Lester, you know, granted that they're right in the table where I thought they would be, but they still have the remnants of a good championship team from last year. And they finally kind of played. I mean, they they finally kind of showed it a little bit this game.
0: Christian Eriksen now thirty three shots, no goal.
1: That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know what, like, and he doesn't
0: need the goal. I mean, that's yeah. I think no, but I he, think it's just the creativity or yeah, whatever.
2: He did have a nice free kick last year. Those were going in. This yep. one got
1: blocked.
0: Yeah. Not so, not any fault of his own. Anyways, and they did it without Alder Alderweireld, who might still miss. Uh, this weekend
1: there isn't one lc uh lesser city player i want to own still
2: especially since you know last year yeah the defenders you know we've we've talked to you off of those i hope by now uh but but also up front you know the goal scoring was was prolific last year through Vardy and Mares particularly, but you knew that every match you were going to have Vardy and Okazaki starting up front. And this week again...
1: It's changing. It, it,
2: Rainieri changed yeah. it. Uh, and again, you have to think it was because the Champions League was coming. Slimani is on the bench this time. That unpredictability and who's going to start should scare everyone away from all of those guys.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I, I think for, for Tottenham, Kyle Walker continues to be up there in defender points but I mean he's expensive right now if you're gonna buy him right now he's 6.1 I'd rather do what are you gonna, know, do? Own what are you him? gonna do? Own him? No, I'm not I mean it, I bought him weeks ago so not at the six point you know 6.1 billion dollar price he was still in the fives but I, I don't know why you'd buy him now uh... let me ask you guys especially a question with their schedule their upcoming schedule they're at Arsenal West Ham at Chelsea you know Swansea the Swansea obviously being the toughest trip in there yeah but <laughs> Ha, huh, Um But, <laughs> yeah, like, that's not, a, that's not an easy schedule.
2: All right, I have a hypothetical for both of you. Yeah. Let's say it's guaranteed we find out for sure Harry Kane's coming back this weekend. Do you bring him in right away? And if not, what has to happen before you do?
0: You don't. I want to see. You maybe, I maybe mean bring him right it, into the Derby. I mean, I, I, I just, I would wonder, you know, that he's, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I just always want to see. Something I kind of want to see 70 minutes.
2: Okay. So, it is I, most I mean, likely that in his first match, he'll probably come, come on, off the it's bench it's and
0: play 20 minutes. Right. right. I can't imagine that he's going to come in and play a ton, so that would be the only the only well, thing. But I, but gonna, at the same time,
1: I'm going to paint this picture right now.
0: They're playing Arsenal this weekend. No, oh, here we go.
1: Arsenal's going to be up 3-1, and then they're going to bring Harry Kane in to try to get a goal in the last 20 minutes, and he's not going to score. I hope he breaks his other leg.
2: You heard all of that here first.
0: <laughs> That's very <laughs> confident.
2: The views of Dave Smith are not necessarily the views that
1: of the
0: don't necessarily
2: reflect the views of everyone associated with this podcast. Look,
0: it's of course anything says the guy who's possible. wanted Zlatan to the,
2: strain his Achilles.
0: The, <laughs> the answer to the question is, I don't think I would want to bring him in immediately. Yeah. All right, it sounds yep. good. Although, so you wait
2: on here. You're King. never
0: going to get him cheaper. Than he is right now that's, a very true. Point, Brian. that's very true and i can't imagine the only reason why i say that is because if you are if you had him who ha, who has held him this entire time no Someone his value is not his value can't drop because there isn't enough people to sell him again yeah sure that's true yeah you're
2: right you're right dave probably somebody's just not paying
1: attention yeah
2: all right west brom nil man city four. Oh man Two for Aguero, two for Gundawan. Last week, gentlemen, last week, we said, hmm, Aguero or Ianacho."
1: I was just about to say, Scott, remember last week? Yeah. When we <laughs> said, hey, Aguero hasn't scored in like three or four weeks. Sell Aguero and sell Ibrahimović. Hey. We were right. Half of that, Brian. 50% we, of that, we were
0: right. I did not sell Aguero. Yeah, no, you didn't, I did, did, did you? not. I should have cap- Just think I if you should have captained you him. Captained him. Yeah. Uh, gosh Aguero there, even if we said it, it uh, there are plenty of people who were saying it everywhere else and uh, there are a lot of people who could feel that that was uh, the right move and they were all wrong there were over a hundred thousand people who sold Sergio Aguero in Fantasy Premier League How in the past two weeks triple capped those are the ones week. who started couch fires all around the world too. wow yeah oh my gosh he and that's not only, it's not just insulting, because even if he scores a goal, you feel bad. He had 16 points. This is the highest point total he's had all season. Yeah. So not only do you sell him after three really bad weeks and a lot of iffy usage.
1: Well, and what's To the even, point that
0: you're just like, are, what is, is this guy? Like, are they going to bench are, this are guy gonna, completely?
1: Yeah. Well, he, remember, he didn't play at Barcelona. Right. right. Makes you wonder. Uh, uh, again, we're in the upside down. This is not supposed to happen to West Brom Albion at West Brom. You're not supposed to be able to go in there and beat them for nothing. Hmm. They're the kings yeah. of of zero zero one one.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, no one saw four goals going in. Two coming from Gunduan, who, yes, he started the last I think five games, and maybe is starting to come into a little bit of form. Okay. But let's let's mention big. him briefly. Mhm. He he's got 33 points on the year. Now a lot of those games that's lower because he just hasn't gotten minutes.
2: Started the year he hurt. He started off hurt. Yeah.
1: This is what's amazing, Brian. And Scott. Yeah. He it's 5.5 billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Granted, his last 5 games, 2 1 2 2. Okay? Yeah. Boom 18. Is this something that <laughs> I wonder if this is something that really I mean, look, it could be a whoo, a little flash in the pan there, that 18, or that might be something that, hey, he's starting to get some playing time, and now he's really going to be coming into form.
2: Getting used to new, and, new location, new location. And team.
1: at that price, good grief, 5.5. 5.
2: Don't count on 18s. Like I, like, I'd so. rather
1: have him than a Kapoo. Sure, you can't count on an 18.
2: No one should be anywhere on Kapoo right I can't, now. How many times am I going to have to say I, even Kapoo is not what Kapoo was? Sure.
1: And or Leroy for other guys that mm-hmm. you know, or and or Joe Allen. I'm not mad at you. I by want Gundawan.
2: I'm not mad at you. Over why. any
1: of those guys, at a five point yes. five, you're think, saving a mm-hmm. crap ton of money.
2: Yeah, I think you could probably start getting used to fives through eights, like those types of scores on a weekly basis, as opposed to the ones and twos that you right. read off. No,
1: right, I agree, and that's yeah. my point.
2: And that's that's worth it at five. We say five point five. Yeah, absolutely.
0: As he has ascended, Raheem Sterling has. Dipped. And four like,
1: four games without a goal or assist in the league.
0: And you're also, I mean, DeBrana's out comes off the bench in this one, assists Gundogan on his on one of his goals. That's all that's all Kevin de can do is is be really good. So but at the same
2: time, your point, the fact that he's coming off the bench, you know, last week we talked about how City were so unpredictable. The, the league as a whole felt so unpredictable. This on the surface, feels like a restoration of the Manchester City, we know. But right under the surface, you can still tell. Like, you mentioned Sterling, De Mm Bruyne, Gundogan kind of coming out of nowhere. There's still a lot of unpredictability with what you're going to expect on a week-to-week basis with this club. It's not like Liverpool, where we've got five midfielders pegged. It's just a matter of which ones are going to score. You've got a list of guys. You're not really sure what's going to happen from week to week.
1: For any city owners, you know what their upcoming schedule is, Scott? I don't. Tell me. Middlesbrough, at Crystal Palace, at Burnley, Chelsea.
0: Yeah.
1: Those first three there, Brian, are something that you have to like. You may have
0: probably, if you didn't sell Aguero, you're probably locking him in as your captain for the next three weeks, I would imagine. Why Um, not? Yeah.
1: Although we said this before with other people, and it's a stupid upside down, so it's usually the opposite That's the of point. what we say.
2: But hopefully, Pep likes this, won't tinker with it much. Maybe we'll start. I will seeing also some say this: the
1: There's Champions League games this week, so pay attention. Yep. If anyone picks up some knocks, City has a lot of players, so that like you, you know, to what you were saying a minute ago, we, we don't know necessarily who's going to be in the lineup. Right. Make sure you check the lineups before. Uh, Saturday morning
2: and I want to go ahead and uh, insert my fantasy honorary half point right here uh, well deserving in this match
1: yeah sure uh,
2: the traveling fans of West Brom they, they go through a lot they endure quite a bit uh, it's hard to be a West Brom fan I think they're probably some of the most loyal fans just out of necessity because of the club that they follow and the style of play that they, that they play that they have so when I was watching a short video that the Daily Mirror put out, I, along with them, loved it when I saw <laughs> their fans, just they just embraced the lack of possession in this match. They had something like 30% possession in this match. And so when they finally did get the ball, the fans started chanting, we got the ball. Immediately, they gave away the ball. You didn't have to know that by watching the match. You could just tell because the fans... As one, thousands of people, as one, changed the chant from we got the ball to we lost the ball. <laughs> like to the point where they couldn't have all collaborated on this. It was amazing. In, like, they're in the middle of their chant, we got the ball. And then the next time they say it, we lost the ball. As of, to a man, that's what they all said. It was amazing. They just kept of back and forth. It was really funny.
1: American sports fans could learn so much from the English sports fanatics with their singings and chants, yep. they're so witty, they're so smart. It. I wish the American public could grasp
2: that. We are seeing a glimpse. What we're seeing at Wrigley, what we saw at Wrigley Field during yep. the World Series This games. is not a
1: baseball podcast, but go ahead and tell me what you think.
2: But by analogy, yeah, what sure. we saw at Wrigley Field is what you see on a weekly basis in most Premier League stadiums. Not everyone. In fact, right. that has been the story in some of these l- lower table sides is that they're... Seats are empty a little bit and the West Ham issues are well documented. Sure. But but week to week, what you saw at Wrigley Field in the World Series, which you only see in the playoffs in baseball yep. in this country, which is to your point, Dave. Yeah. You see on a week to week basis in the Premier League. Yep. So take that and, and it just enhances the viewing experience of the match. It makes yep. it more fun to watch. It's fantastic. Sunderland won. Arsenal it doesn't
0: matter. Just oh, kidding, four, yeah. four. Defoe. I, yeah. Might as well have been 400.
2: Defoe with the penalty kick, making uh, striker or er, um, Defoe owners happy unless they had him on their bench. <clears throat> that was you look, me. You
1: looking at me, Scott? I'm looking at me. Oh, uh, wow.
2: But uh, Arsenal counters with two from Alexis and two from Olivier. Ryan keeps asking you, Dave, every week, should we care about Giroud? And every
0: week you've said what? Nope. You're going to have to care about him. Two not goals. only now, but the question that seems to be on everyone's mind is, with Giroux uh, exploding back onto the scene, the expectation is a little bit that that moves Sanchez more to a flanking position. Will that affect not just Giroux and his fortune going forward, but does this, uh, does this impact where... Uh, Alexis Sanchez ends up playing on the field. It will be very Dave, interesting.
2: What gives?
1: Yeah, what I don't know. I it's a good dilemma to have. But I hope they don't change anything. Olivier Giroud has the same qualities on some level that Daniel Sturridge has, be, meaning they're oftentimes stationary in the middle, kind of clogging the middle up. Sanchez comes back, goes forward, is on the left, is on the right, and it's very difficult for the Center backs to pick him up. I hope Arsenal has had good success this year with what they've had going forward. No need to change it right now when things are going your way. So I would just say to Wenger, come on, man. What are you doing? Don't tinker with it. Yes, was it awesome that you got Drew in? We got tons of games coming up. We're playing a Champions League game this week, which, who knows, start Olivier then. Let, let him get his.
2: Yeah, especially since you're let, going to Bulgaria or Let like him man. get
1: his playing time. And, you know, there. So, and or we have some EFL game, uh, Cup games coming up as well. I'm just saying, if it's me, I'm not changing it in the Premier League. Okay. But, yes, Drew touched it twice in this game and had two goals. Well, his first two touches were goals. That's got to be a record on some level, right? I mean,
0: Could be the only person in the history of uh, sports that's ever done that, scored two goals on two touches. That's impressive. No, I don't know that that's true. I'm saying it could be true.
2: To your point, Dave, about changes, not changing it when you don't have to, there was a necessary change. Walcott was out. Yeah. Injury. Oxley chamberlain We knew and- that
1: there would be a chance that Walcott might not play along with Kazorla. and I think if it was against a different team other than Sunderland, maybe Walcott would have played. Um, hmm. But I think because of who they are playing, they didn't have to, and Chamberlain's been in good form as well. So, he came in and and played well. He played really well.
2: Would you like to go ahead and just just have a moment an Arsenal moment if you will
1: we about can. this victory? I mean, we is there anything
2: else you want? Oh, I see a letter. Yeah, sure. So, you're you're prepared for this?
1: Yeah, sure. All yeah, right. Of course. Go ahead, Dave. All right. <clears throat> Dear Arsenal. So, after 10 games into the season, we find ourselves tied for first in the table. That opening day defeat to Klopp's Red Army seems but a distant memory. Mm. Mm -hmm. That day, we were missing Koscielny, Mustafi, and Ozil, but we still should have done better. Mm. We had a few other tests and have passed, but now the test begins to get stronger. Four out of the next seven league games are against Spurs, United, Everton, and City. Hmm. Where is your heart? Where is your steel? Where is your desire? Who will you decide to be?
2: Wow.
0: Man. Motivational speaker. What do you think about that? That, I think that I don't remember a word you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Did I fall asleep completely or was I sleeping with my eyes open?
2: No, we're going to s- cut that clip and send it to Wenger and
1: he'll play Have in the play locker it, room. I Absolutely. Hope so. yeah. yeah, definitely. That's what I'd say to Who him. Who will
2: you decide to, to be?
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. That's a great question. Um, we'll see if there's still the old Arsenal or not, won't we?
0: We will. We will. Well, you won't get a chance to, to beat up on a crap team every week. So Just this week. This is true.
2: This it's is a little true. disconcerting, I think, for Sunderland fans. And this is why I think their team got booed off at the end of this match. Just the way that they folded. I know they scored a goal. Yeah. But if you compare how they folded in the second half compared to West Brom and how they came out and attacked despite being down in the second half yeah. against Manchester City, I think that's the difference between Tony Pulis and David Moyes right now. And, and you're seeing it in the fans' reactions. They, they know, you know when you're a Sunderland fan and you pay a ticket to watch Arsenal come to the Stadium of Light, you know you're not going to win. You're, you're hoping maybe, but you're not yeah, counting right. on it. You just want to see him try. You want to see something to hope yeah. for. And he didn't get that in the second
0: half. Yeah. How yeah. far away are we from fans holding up signs and doing some kind of ownership protest a la Aston Villa? From last year. I wonder if that's all.
2: Manchester United, apparently. Because fans oh, are trying yeah. to oh, wow. set up a banner saying Mourinho
0: out over the next match. I said that last week. Wow. If he doesn't
1: turn things around, he's going to be out by Christmas. Um,
0: do you know the weird stat that I feel like is I almost don't believe it? That uh, for the BBC, that Koscielny has committed only two fouls so far this season. That's surprising. That's exactly it. That's what I mean. I have, it's, it's stat that I have hard time believing, stat. That's the new segment. Stats that, that I'd have, I have hard a hard time, time believing. Stats. I like that. Uh, compared to Mustafi, who has eight fouls. Right. And two fewer matches. than yeah. and you, know who could, you know who the fouls were against? You can guess.
1: Costa. Costa. Yeah. Both. Both? Both of
0: them. <laughs> Both fouls were committed against Costa. Oh, what a jerk face that guy
1: is. All right, moving on.
2: Well-deserved. Crystal Palace 2, Liverpool four james MacArthur with two for palace both off of that forehead he likes to I slap saw that so coming. much what was the deal with that every time he scored he just kept slapping his forehead
1: yeah like i mean happy. i know he was happy for the brace
0: yeah, scott just,
2: it looked very uh brutish
0: or it's the kind of maybe he's trying to keep the demons away yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> maybe the ogre james MacArthur scoring two for palace Liverpool's goals, maybe a little bit frustrating. Two of them came from the defense. But Emery Chan, Dejan Lovren, Joel Matip, and Roberto Firmino. That that one was fantasy. That one was fantasy Keeping
0: the faith on Firmino. Yep. Uh, James Milner. Sorry to everybody who had James Milner, which is not a ton of people. True. 6.2% 6.2% ownership missed the match due to illness. He'll
2: be back. Alberto Moreno is
0: not going to take his place.
2: He didn't do terrible in this match.
0: It was, you could it was feel the good. Moreno effect right away, though. Bombing forward down the left. <laughs> yeah,
2: It's true. Every time he had the ball, you, 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 you could tell.
0: And, and there's
2: something to be said for his attack. It, it, is, it is good. I was going to say prolific, but that would be yeah. too far. He just doesn't defend well. The turning point.
0: Is 3 2 and Zaha fouled in the box and it does nah, not get called. I agree. That and was Firmino scores that immediately afterwards to yep. make it 4 2. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's so crazy
1: how the one way decision. that that
0: can happen is I mean, it's just an amazing. Yeah. amazing the referee would have been
1: soft, but if they would have called it, I would not have argued against it. Yeah. I mean that's what that Zaha I mean that,
0: even in the I mean even the during the match I mean the announcer says like it's the that, same thing that they say every other time anywhere else on the pitch it's called a foul so you're going to not call the foul yeah, in the there box. It's just it's just the hesitancy. I, think, I, I totally just, understand the hesitancy to do it but let's just put out a couple disclaimers now you know we
2: you hear a lot about referees and referee decisions you have to, if you're following a club and you're new to to soccer you have to expect that there's going to be matches like that where referee decisions are going to go against you and it could lead to a different result than what would have happened if those calls had been made and so you just you just know that and you hope that it just balances out by the end of the year that those you know you get a couple of those to go your way on top of that this is why we talk about the referees. This is why the referees are characters in the league. They're guys that we know. They're
1: in the narrative. They're <laughs> thank
2: you, Dave. Yeah. That's exactly right. They are in the narrative because, because they have to be. These decisions that they make are part of that. That's why we talk about Mike Dean and joke around about how, oh, well, that's a yellow card waiting to happen. Mike Dean's in the match, you know? Or Oh, Lee, you know uh, Lee Mason's out there, so he's just going to take a bunch of crap from players and not follow the player behavior rules, and you know stuff like that. Like you can tell these things that matters. That matters. I remember a friend of mine before last year's Europa League final in May, Liverpool played Sevilla in the, Liverpool, in the Europa League final, and we talked about how he told me he said how the referee calls fouls in the first ten or fifteen minutes is going to determine whether or not Liverpool wins that match. He was right. So, like it, it you can just tell these things, and that's why the player that not player, the Premier League app and website prominently display the referee assignments for each match week because they know that you need to know these things. So that's why we talk about them, and that's why you should care about them.
1: This game was on at, at uh, for the most part in prime time here in the U.S. as much as prime as as can be. And for me, this was a great game. For the American public to see, like on NBC, yeah, and uh, it's
2: on network TV. That's yep. exactly right. And
1: yeah. so, it's a great representation, like much better than like a United Burnley, which was zero zero. Now, granted, there's a lot of action in it. There's not scoring, but this a two four game is awesome. Like we said before, Brian, picking your Liverpool midfielders, you've lifted it listed. Uh, yeah, you know the twelve step process in doing so. Firmino uh-huh. bails out for Firmino owners. No one ever sees Sean Lovren or Matip scoring. But Liverpool continues to not have a problem going forward. I'm pretty sure they are first in every offensive category in shots, shots on target, goals, and everything, probably for almost the last year since Klopp showed up.
2: In the 2016 calendar year.
1: That is going to continue. Mm-hmm. Can Liverpool afford to continue to give up goals every match?
2: That's the question, especially when they get into playing Arsenal and City. I yeah. mean, the, the 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 clubs that they're tied in points with at the top of the table, that's going to be the question. Now, Arsenal don't sit back. That always is going to give Liverpool a chance to score on the counter, and that's why they beat them to start the season, and that's why they've had good success. I mean, success. it could have
1: been... We had Chambers and All right, so there's a Rob holding, holding back there, center back. Just saying <laughs> Mane is, you know, blazing but around Chambers. No, look at Liverpool, no, that, look at know, Liverpool sure.
2: though. It doesn't matter. It okay. does not matter who those center backs are. Those okay. those midfielders are coming after that goal.
1: Okay.
2: Uh so so Arsenal plays the right style. City, Liverpool can beat them too. I mean, the, the teams that they have struggled with lately are the teams that sit back and force them to do something without any space. Yeah. I.e. Manchester United. Yeah. So, they can do it. They can outscore Arsenal and City. Yeah. Will they? I don't know. I'm not yeah. going to say that they will. But can they? Absolutely.
1: Liverpool's upcoming schedule, Watford at South Ham-
2: Southampton.
1: Hey. Southampton. 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 <laughs> Watford. Watford at Southampton. Oh, Southampton. <laughs> Sunderland at Bournemouth. That's a pretty good schedule.
0: Yes, it is. It continues Burning to mouth. be a good schedule. Yes, they... It's still not, any it's you cannot complain about owning any of those people. Uh, Coutinho gets two assists yep. in this one, so even though he, he didn't score, he, even though he didn't score, just he, missed out on bonus points. He is yeah. the man uh, and was the man for the entire. This time. is going to
1: sound silly, but I'm going to bring this up. Mm-hmm. James Macarthur for Palace.
0: No, oh,
2: okay, yeah, this is good. This is good.
1: We Has two less points than Adam Lallana. <laughs> At- MacArthur has only played eight games. Okay. He has four goals in his last eight games. Okay. His value is a 5.0. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, if you're looking to, let's say you kind of you, you want a heavy load in things. You know, let's say you yeah. want a Sanchez, Hazard, Coutinho, and then you need two other midfielders who are cheap but going to play and possibly give you points. James MacArthur is absolutely right there. Just bringing that up.
0: Okay, Dave. <sighs> I'm not saying you
1: start him every day, week, but Put that's not, a bad, hope, hope not, not a bad own. It's not a bad own.
2: But seriously, why is he slapping his forehead like that? It's so weird. All Scott,
1: right. it might be personal. Mm-hmm. It might be a personal question you need to ask him. Could All right. be
0: a, could we'll be interview a, him.
1: Tweet at him.
0: Could be like a lot of athletes. Maybe it's just maybe it's the way he says hello to somebody in the stands sure. or something. Exactly. Like that. It's sign language TV. for like I'm awesome.
2: Yeah. Everton too.
0: <laughs> Sign language for I'm awesome. Slap your forehead as hard as you can multiple times,
2: and that that am okay. awesome.
0: Yep, what? I think that's exactly right. I don't know why that struck me so funny. Nope, I don't. Right. I don't. I refuse to doubt it. You're right. You've <laughs> sold me. The case has been made. And I defy any person who does sign language to say otherwise. I don't care what you say. It's what it is. I agree, Dave. Move this trade along. I agree. You
2: are awesome.
1: Move this trade along.
2: Everton 2, West Ham 0. Again, with the 2014, uh, Romelu Lukaku and Ross Barkley, your goal scorers.
0: Ross Barkley? Clean
2: sheets for
0: Ashley Williams. Message and- sent and received, Ross Barkley. Mm, Message sent. You need to play better. Message received. Guy was was aggressive
1: yeah, was. and
0: was unlucky and thought at one point, uh, it's, it's, it, this sucks for him if he doesn't score. And yeah. he did. He, he did what he was supposed to do. But then again, if anything is bothering you, nothing will cure your ills better than a, than a match against West Ham.
2: Seemingly that's the case right now. I mean, the story was that they were starting to turn things around. I was watching this and, you know, thinking like you said, a couple, maybe last week or the week before, you know, having Cresswell out there, mm-hmm. having Payette out there, you know, and joining Antonio yeah. and, and now, uh, you know, Andre, IU yeah, returned Aiu and he looked, again. he looked like he belonged out there,
0: played 31 minutes off the bench.
2: Had one scoring opportunity, a, a, a light scoring opportunity, uh, but seeing those guys out there is like, oh yeah, this is why we were so high in West Ham last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. injuries really have crushed them, and unfortunately, this loss comes at a time where you know they were just starting to turn that corner a little bit. They're only two points out of the relegation zone.
0: I thought I heard, uh, I thought I heard at one point during the match that somebody said, I think the announcer said. Uh, it still felt at one point like the match could go either way, so it's not like they got completely blown out of the water here. Yeah. No, but the inevitability of Lukaku scoring against them—he scored. I think the stat was that they. Sorry, I'm not. I don't have it on hand. That he's played against them nine times, and has scored in all nine, in all co- like all competitions. Lukaku against West Ham. Yeah, like it just know There's just no stopping him, and uh, you just gotta think that that's. I mean, that's. You, if you know it's coming like that, what are you gonna do? No. Listen, Romelu Lukaku. If there's one guy at this point that, if you've
1: been just captaining every week and just leaving him as your captain, I mean, he. You're he, doing all right. Yeah, you're doing just fine.
2: Antonio is sagging in the midfielder
1: rankings. Payet's. And he, hanging in there, Antonio hasn't done
0: anything in five weeks his last five games two, two, three, three, and one yeah, a yellow card in this one uh the bad thing the bad thing for him is that he's not scoring headers anymore. The positive though, there's never a moment where you think this guy's not he's not uh affecting the on the pitch product
2: right. Do you think they just need to have a couple weeks now that they've got some of their key guys back? Yes. Playing together, and then they'll start scoring three a match
0: again? The one one I would be really disappointed in having right now would be Payet. He would have been the guy, because you don't, in a way, like Antonio's is a bit of an an anomaly where he's scoring on pace with the top goal scorers in the league. Payet comes back on fire, and now he's got a few weeks now where it's like maybe you get an assist from him, but... No, but all of those guys, I feel like playing together. I, that's why I said, "Watch out for them in January." Yes,
1: I think in a couple weeks, maybe, excuse me, maybe a month, they are going to be in a position where I'm going to start looking at West Ham players again. I'm not looking at any at any right now. I wouldn't fault anyone for owning Payette. but
0: but the, if that midfield had played together, Lanzini, Piatt, yep. Antonio, Ayu, yeah, for I mean, and Mark good. Noble, like that's a that's a ridiculous we got we Line need up to, to give a out them there.
1: a few weeks to let
2: I don't think it takes The locker
1: room dad Mark Thanksgiving Noble, maybe. Billich might give him the credit card again. Tell him to go out in the town again. No, that's, have another that's fun not, time. That's not happening. Let
0: Andy Carroll chaperone. Yep. <laughs> that's certainly yep. not happening. And and let and let it be.
2: Payette, I don't know what, I mean he is doing. He's he's been he's been passing the eye test in real life, but you know since you know let me give you seven his last seven scores 9 10 one, ten, three, seven two He's doing a little bit of that yo-yo, mm-hmm. but he has been consistently in there playing ninety minutes, with the exception of uh, away to Crystal Palace in match week eight. No, I think you know, I think he still stays in your squad. I, I mean, I say that because I have him in mind. But mm-hmm. there are reasons to be hopeful, and this there's still there's still a, a, a ceiling that hasn't been met there with Dimitri Payet now that he's consistently in the lineup. Middlesbrough two, Bournemouth, Nil, the upside down continues. Gaston Ramirez with, I think maybe the goal of the week, especially since Zlatan didn't fantastic. hit the scissor kick. Goal of the week from oh, Gaston yeah. Ramirez. Stuart Downing puts in the clincher.
1: Gaston Ramirez dribbles it from half field. He's about fifty-five yards. Yeah. For from before half field. Dribbles it down, couple of jukes in the box and scores. It was absolutely fantastic.
0: Um the Probably, I'm guessing this is the biggest disappointment for people buying players uh, or during the defense. Week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. because this looks like you know they're they are definitely the same. they're they're ascending and look really strong defensively. and yeah. Middlesbrough could not look more, they were look, look couldn't look more terrible, yeah. and it's not even close. Two nothing. I mean, and and this was you know annoying. What I thought, you
2: know what I thought about when I was watching this match, though. This is why both these clubs will stay up. Like there's the, those mid level, those mid table clubs are frustrating to us watching because we start to develop what we think is a definition for them. And then they lose to another club that's also mid table. And it just makes you remember oh, yeah, that's why these clubs are just all jumbled together in the middle. They're all safe. It's almost like they're all colluding together to say, hey, we'll beat you this time. You beat us next time. And like we'll all just kind of get along here between 10th and 16th. You know what I mean? I know that's not actually happening. Please don't hear me. Just, say it's, that.
1: it's just very frustrating. It's impossible to predict. Formas has been playing, they've been playing, playing pretty good football. And their defenders had been they had held a couple clean sheets. Yeah. And I picked up two defenders this week. Yikes. because um, I had two free transfers. I decided to spend it there to cut some money so yep. I could spend it this week. But also I thought that hey, they you know, their next three games, obviously they played Middlesbrough this past week, and then their next two uh, against Sunderland and at Stoke, that hey, those are other potential clean sheet spots. I don't know. It just didn't happen. Yeah. It's very, fra- again, uh, it's impossible. The, it's to see it dumb upside down.
2: Watford won Hall nil. Dawson, Michael Dawson, with an own goal, which led to this wonderful stat. Uh, I don't know if Brother Matt uh, wants to have this as his stat of the day, but um, <laughs> it's certainly my stat of the day. Watford wins 1-0 after 23 shots, zero of them on target.
1: How is that
0: possible?
2: <laughs>
1: the That's own goal,
0: unbelievable,
1: <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, they, you know, I believe which I I can't remember. I think they they might have changed it, but they initially gave Deanie the assist on the own goal from Dawson because he deflected it into Dawson and then on onto Target. And like, they definitely did not keep that. They 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 let it go because I remember Matt and I are are, are looking at stats. He's like, how does How did Deeney get five points on an own goal? And Mm -hmm. so we figured that it could only have been because he touched it into Dawson. But I guess, obviously, that didn't happen. Watford, no players that I want to own. Hull, no players
0: I want to own. You don't want to own anyone? Uh, Not on those teams. You don't want to own Troy Deeney? I could.
1: If you're going to own someone, he would be someone to own. You don't
0: want to own... One of the top ten defenders, Jose Holobas. Cholobas. Yeah. Holobas. Do Do we know how to say that, Scott? Yeah, we did that once last year. Did we? Yeah. Because, uh, never mind. You yes, could. we did.
1: You could, but me personally. He's one of the I most don't.
0: transferred in players in the past two weeks. Yeah. No, we I saw probably that. Probably two, about 200,000 almost transfers in. He's 8% eight, eight huh. owned. And at 4.8, he's... Uh, that's
1: why he's getting transferred in because of his practice, well in his last which, four weeks 6-15-6-6 right, that's, yeah. six six. that's not bad and it's not you're bad. right. fine in my face Brian in my I'm face fine. Brian fine. I'm just
0: saying there guys and Watford you know that's that's another one who you know we've said before their schedule is getting their schedule was getting better uh, and they definitely they definitely have the the they look they look fine that's the thing yeah. Fine. Uh,
2: they're upper, they're top half of the table. Right, they're right. above United right now. I think they're in seventh. Am- they are
1: in seventh. It's am- yeah. fan- amazing. And well, Scott, you hated Watford. You you wanted them to get relegated. No. They're in seventh place, Scott. Scott longer- Watford. What gives?
0: <sighs> Maybe they did the right thing. You hate you hate that they're. That I do. they're good, but, I, you, don't to, but you don't want to let's do a Google search on <laughs> KK Flores. But you don't want to hate because <laughs> because they're still they still have an underdog uh, an underdogish quality to them. Yes. Even now. True. And I there's I I find myself rooting for them a lot.
1: Brian, do you remember though the, the just visceral?
0: Oh yeah, he angst. was yes. Scott okay.
1: had yes. against Watford? Yeah, he was furious. In fact, I think it was the first it first Limerick where he just he cursed because he was or I mean, it was bleeped out. We think he cursed, but, yeah. you know, like, you know. I would
0: never can... admit to that.
1: Yeah, sure. I know. I, exactly.
0: Look, people still own Etienne Capoue. That's all I know. A lot of people still own They're Etienne They're not paying
2: Etienne attention. Too. They quit. Apparently they've quit. 40% of Premier PremierLeague.com <laughs> well, players. I would say this. Again,
1: cheap for the price. He's at least getting to at least getting threes. Okay, so if you're, if you're, If you're heavy loading the other, that's better than a lot of my guys. This past week, since since week
0: five, he's done nothing except get get a few clean sheets, but in one of those, he got a yellow card.
1: If you're heavy loading, your uh, your midfield. Thank you, Brian. If you're heavy heavy loading, loading, your your dump truck.
0: If If you're you're heavy loading, yes.
1: And you got to carry some some dead weight, but someone who's playing at a cheap price—that's what that's why they're doing.
0: We can see the finish line.
2: Kike uh, Flores has Espanol in
1: twelfth in La Liga, not going so well. Sounds like exactly where he was last year with Watford, Brian.
0: Yep.
2: Stoke three, Swansea one. This was the Monday night football slash Monday afternoon for us football match didn't even watch a highlight but i do know (laughs) wilfrid boney scored two wilfrid boney scored two
1: yes he did joe
2: allen assisted both wayne routledge for swansea elfie Mawson doing his best stoke impression with an own goal
1: what's up with uh bob bradley and this this swansea just resurgence where he's gonna lead them to the top of the table scott
2: no one ever said that. No one even ever said that a little bit. So don't you dare put those words in my mouth. Uh, out of the relegation zone, I think it could still happen. Certainly,
1: I hope so. I want him to do well. Do you? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Why not?
0: It's only the he only roo- thing he- you're rooting for is um uh, America. That's all. America. In yeah, the I feel like league.
1: Bradley was was anti-American when he was the American coach.
2: All I have to say, though, is Hall, Swansea, and Sunderland had better start doing something soon, or this relegation
0: battle will be a, a battle.
1: It won't even be. There's going to be a lot of teams going to start going to the beach yeah, soon.
0: And Stoke is Stoke was looked like they were down in there, and they are obviously not.
1: They're coming they, around. They are. Shakiri got around. hurt again, though.
0: Yeah, Shakiri is Not really
1: a shock. He played four games. Of I think it says he Max. He plays four games, <laughs> gets hurt.
0: Which is why last it's week I yelled at games. anyone who
2: was thinking about playing 26
0: him. 26 minutes in.
2: Swansea's an easy opponent. Doesn't matter. Injuries don't know who you're playing against. They just come. And for other, for some, they come faster than others. Shakiri can't avoid an injury
0: when it comes. He yeah. was transferred in by 92,000 people. Can, can, uh, what is
2: it going to take for those 92,000 to listen to us?
0: That's a lot of people, though. A lot of people should be listening. Hey, when are we going to see Jack Butland? You might see Jack Butland this week. I don't even believe it. Jack Butland is is inching closer. Uh, I think that uh, if 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 not in the match, training for sure. Okay. So a few weeks at most. Um, Joe Allen is one. Uh, if you were one of the people who would have gone in on a knee jerk reaction there to get him into your lineup, you've been only rewarded. Joe Allen is is playing for real. I yeah. Know. He's making me sound look like a fool.
1: Oh yeah. Someone someone here was like, Joel and flashing the pan, fine, go screw yourself if you wanna I mean, own him.
2: Hey, listen, I mean, he was scoring
0: goals, now he's just getting assists. So I think the decline <laughs> is evident. <laughs> Pretty soon, he'll only be getting one assist in a match. Oh, God, uh, ridiculous. That is a guy who was transferred in a lot, a lot. A hun- almost 150,000 times As since then. Be. Yeah, and he should be. And he is the guy. Joe Allen is the new Kapu. He is. Uh, oh, st- gosh. i
2: sick of that reference.
0: St- <laughs> I mean, you can't expect everyone to be at the end Kapoo every week, but Joe Allen is getting there. <laughs> Stoke was ridiculously unlucky. They were almost, not historically unlucky, but they were three shots to the woodwork in the first half, as the Premier League noted. Oh, can we... Most can we- since Sorry. 2012. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I am Is it good anymore? Well...
1: Isn't it metal? Can we just have a moment... I would imagine
0: it's some kind of composite material.
2: Can we just somewhere? have a moment of silence for the crossbars across England?
1: They were worked. They were working this weekend.
0: So many crossbars. Stoke was
1: pounding. You know who was
0: unluckiest of all?
1: Who? Marco, your
0: boy Marco cannot get. He he's not. It's not. He's not going to score a goal. It's not <laughs> happening.
1: Come on, he's not going to get shut out. For yes, he is. Season. He got.
0: He has won this year so far. It Was that junk time? Yeah, sure. It Was that junk time when he had a, a little bit ago? Not only does he, not only does he make a perfect move. To get himself a, a, all he has to do is tap it in, and he puts it straight into the into the left uh, woodwork. But he got his fifth yellow, and so he's he misses he, ne- he misses next match. Which speaking of which, which there's a <laughs> lot of people that are on one yellow, including I did yeah Zlatan is on four yeah uh, Johan mm-hmm. Kabay Ryan Shawcross Robert Huth Pogba's on four Fellaini's on four Arnautovic is gone Mark Noble's on four uh, We just said Holobas. He's on four Yeah There's a lot of guys that, uh, And then Diego Costa Of course The most uh, Notorious The no, most notorious But I don't know If it's gonna happen Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen If it's not happened yet Why should I expect it to? No We've made it We've made it to the end
2: I think we've given the people What they need
1: I hope so Or not
2: if not, at least they had fun,
1: right? Continue to do anything opposite of what I say, and you will do well.
2: That's it's you, brother Matt.
1: All right, well, listen, we've enjoyed it uh, this week. We've had a good time. You can always find us at FC.com and follow us on Twitter at fantasysoccerfc. For Brian or Scott, this is David. Did I do it right that time, Scott? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> we'll see you next time.